When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Zero Doinks. The Big Ten Minute. I'm taking the Gophers. Plus seven at home. Yes. They're going to row that boat all over the bank. Honestly, and I know I I bleed orange and blue, uh, I see Illinois winning this game outright i would take the money line they're going to be bowl eligible with two games left the bears are winning and covering absolutely i'm taking the bears I, how about you i no, no no absolutely not i think if the bears were plus seven i still wouldn't take them i'll take detroit plus two and a half You want to see this bird squawk? <laughs> Caca! Caca! Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Zero doinks. Episode 16. Oh my goodness. The bears are absolutely back. I'm buying in. I'm sure Dan doinks is buying in this week. We've got a lot for you. We have, of course, we're going to review Sunday's incredible W. We're going to look toward next week's Sunday night battle against the Rams of Los Angeles. We can't wait to jump into the Big Ten Minute to talk some Gophers, Illini. There's a lot to discuss, and we've got a new segment coming right between your ears and the death of an old segment that you'll hear at some point during this show. Rip to that old segment. Teaser, spoiler alert. Uh, Dan, congratulations to our Bears, obviously, right? Yes. You you (laughs) were... In the, I'm sorry if the, in, that intro got me a little bit. The spoiler alert got me. Um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, you, you were in and around the stadium on Sunday. Tell me about your experience, especially pregame, buddy. Fuzzy Birches. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I went with Jordan Doinks, which I, yeah, we mentioned last episode. We went to a tailgate on Wabash, like near Wabash in 18th. It's I've I've been in search for the last few years of a good tailgate, and I think I finally found one. The connection is uh, someone through Jordan Doink and her work, but they've been running this tailgate the same lot, the same spot for I I don't even know how long. I think he said over ten years, and they're fucking pros. They got multiple grills going. I had some incredible Tabasco like hot wings. I had some burgers, sliders, if you will, slide in, slide out. Um, I had about 8,000 Miller Lights. It was a beautiful, beautiful tailgate. Everyone was revved up. I was interested to see what the vibe was pregame, see if people were down a little bit. But everyone was pretty fired up. But 
you know, I think expectations are they're lower, but everyone just seemed like they were there to have a good time. So pregame was awesome. I loved it. I think it was the best tailgate experience I've had in the last few years. Ooh, no offense to Beasel, by the way. That is not personal. Oh, yeah. Dan still loves you, Beasel. Okay. I can speak yes, for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh pregame. So yeah, since we were having a l- little too much fun, and I had maybe 40 plus hams. That's the way it felt. Uh, we got into the stadium just after kickoff or got to our seats just after kickoff. And the crowd seemed into it, but as expected, once the offense rolled out there and it got real soggy immediately, I, I thought people were going to start booing aggressively. It felt like everyone's just like, I, I don't even have the energy anymore. So that was probably a pleasant surprise for Mitch, I'd imagine. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I unfortunately, as you know, Bill, I had to leave the game early for uh a family emergency. So I did not get to stay and see the actual productive stuff from, from our squad. But uh, what were your thoughts watching it at home? Yeah. So my watching experience was a bit odd. I, uh, I was watching on my phone uh, and hearing the unbelievable tones of one Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. I love those two, by the way, that is not a, it's not a taunt. I've loved them so, so much. Um, My daughter is now involved in, I guess it's brownies. It's definitely not girl scout. She's too young for that. So um, some genius had a one thirty um scheduling during bear season of them. (laughs) I know doing some sort of a, like getting ready for some event. No, not event. What's the word I'm looking for? A performance. A meeting? Uh, oh. Yeah, like a performance. They were going to practice for a performance that was scheduled for three. Parents could come at three o'clock. And I thought, oh, God, this oh. is just the worst. This is the worst. I love my daughter so much. But wow, somebody get a hold of this <laughs> this troop leader. Hey, get a, give, him a, give her a bear schedule for God's sakes. So anyway, so we walk in. I'm at like 5%. Uh, battery and this is just as the lions are driving to potentially tie it and send it to overtime so i'm i'm delaying as much as i can in the car prior to three o'clock it's like 257 we got to go inside and get seats it's my four-year-old son and my wife Kristen doinks and myself and we go sit down and and i, I walk in and i'm 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 looking at my phone on youtube tv to see what's going on and oh, my daughter yeah. Yep. And my daughter says, dad, put your phone away. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I do not put my phone away. And, <laughs> uh, and so the, the, uh, the performance starts, the performance is, is I'll just say it's great. Right. I'll say that for the record. Yeah. It's not yeah. great. It's not great. It's not guys. And, <laughs> and I don't even know what the performance is. They may have announced it at the beginning, but I wasn't listening because Driscoll was driving for seven. I thought, come on, Bears D, step it up. And uh, <laughs> I have it on my thigh, so to speak. The phone. I have the phone on my what? thigh. And <laughs> you Jeff Driscoll on your thigh. <laughs> yep. And the Bears D gets a very exciting stop. Game over. I turn off my phone. It's probably, you know. 312. I've been looking up and down. I was looking at the stage. I did not ignore my daughter. I'm not a bad dad. 
Uh, but when other kids were talking, I was definitely ignoring them. That is absolutely true. And I do not apologize for that. Uh, apparently the performance was the greatest showman. I had to ask mm -hmm. my daughter what it was after because it seemed chaotic. I'll say that. It's uh, yeah. chaotic. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. You have like 9,000 daughters. Do you have to do similar yeah. things outside of, you know, going to campgrounds in Indiana? Oh, yeah. God, yes. But uh, I don't, I feel like people around me are responsible enough to know when a Bears game's going on. You don't schedule some stupid shit like that. You know, Sophia telling you to put your phone down, you should have said, I will put my phone down when you get a new fucking troop leader. This is horse shit. Yeah, but it yeah, is I so true. Similar stuff, but they're on a non bears time. So thank you to the parents around me for not fucking up in that manner. Yeah, um, no, it's good. It's good. You're uh, yeah, good for them. So did you? Yeah, you mentioned that you had to sneak out for an emergency. But did you? Um, yeah. Did you catch up on the game? Did you watch did. the game? Yeah. Okay. What do you? What are your overall thoughts? Well, I actually want to go back to the uh, the brownies or whatever it is. Um, was Adam Shaheen by chance there watching with you? Because he was available. If there's one thing that I would describe Adam Shaheen as, it would be the greatest showman. So, yes, oh, he was God. there singing his ass off because he had nothing to do at Soldier Field, obviously. Worthless. If he was doing a performance and someone told him to break a leg right before he went out there, he would literally do that because he's the clumsiest bastard ever. Uh, that was a nice treat, actually, at the tailgate. When I did you text me? I got someone send me a note like Shaheen is inactive today, and that was I had a celebratory shotgun of a beer uh, once I heard that news. I mean, we had talked about this. I mentioned it in anger, I think, a few weeks ago that he should be cut. And I, I feel even more validated that they felt he's so shitty he shouldn't even be on the sideline, and that the touchdown catch by Braun on our curve, he Shaheen wouldn't have caught that. He would have fallen over at the at the seven yard line. Yeah, no, that was that was an awesome throw, an awesome catch. I loved it. Yeah, it was great seeing Mitch getting a rhythm, getting three straight touchdown passes on three straight drives. It was reminiscent of last year's Lions game, if not the Bucks game that we talked about earlier. Yep. Um, I, you know, we, I don't know, you were part of the text thread, but I don't know if you jumped in, but our, our friend uh, from last week that everybody met at Hams and Eggs, Rory Doinks, um, said something like, man, you can easily slip back in love, I'm paraphrasing, with <laughs> Mitch's tools, so to speak, right? You see the skills, like a drive, like, I don't know if it was the first touchdown drive or the second one where it's like, oh yeah, there, there they are. That's why we all want to love him and want him to succeed. Like it, it was one of those games. I know he didn't have a ton of passing yards and I know he took way too many sacks, but yeah. that was a, that was a really good game overall. Like he, 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 he played well. There's no getting around it. Right. Yeah. He played well. Yeah. I mean, this, he still looks like an idiot out there. Detroit's defense stinks. So I'm not ready to give him a shitload of credit, but yeah, he took some bad sacks that I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking or what he's looking at. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that internal clock. That's like, Oh, I'm, I definitely should run here or I should get rid of the ball. He just, 
he's still looking over at Matt Nagy, hoping that, you know, Nagy will tell him where to throw it. <laughs> he's just looking for Cohen standing near the sideline somewhere. It, but, hearing, yeah, you say, yeah. hearing you say the word sacks and clock in the same sentence made me very uncomfortable and excited. <laughs> uh, speaking of Cohen, you're, you're welcome, Cohen, for making fun of you last week. And you absolutely yeah. were inspired by our words. Yeah, you're welcome, Tariq Cohen. Um, yeah, all right, Mitch. Mitch is fine. Whatever. I, fine. What do you? What were? What were your thoughts on uh, Danny Trevathan's injury? Yeah, that's funny. You mentioned that. That was my next note. Uh, that was painful looking. That was very Akeem Hicks like, right? Apparently, we yes. have really loose elbows on the Bears defense this year. Not a good thing. Uh, it's it's interesting though, right? He's a free agent after this year, as is your boy Nick Kwiatkowski. Uh, that is going to be a dilemma for Ryan Pace, as it, I would assume Trevathan's out the rest of the year. I don't know if it was announced yet this week. I did not check much Twitter today. Be. Today being be. Tuesday, um, but I'm sure he will go on the IR. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. Uh, so Kwiatkowski has a shot to play out the last seven weeks. Uh, he would be mm-hmm. cheaper than Trevathan next year. I love Danny Trevathan. I'd love to see him back. The good news is he could probably come back more cheaply, right? I hate to yep. be cynical about it, but that is true. How about yourself? What were your thoughts outside of vomiting in your mouth when you saw him <laughs> go down with injury? Well, uh, I I don't know if you know you know this. I actually broke my arm in a similar fashion no, on the football I did not know field, that. so no. it gave me a real gross feeling. A lot of a flashback to having my arm in a U-shape running off Ugh. the field. Was that uh, at Minnesota yeah, not, or Illinois State oh, or no, high school was, or uh, what? The, uh, it was my first career catch ever, and I was oh. in seventh grade. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was my second my second career game. And I think, right, I think as I was getting on uh, the ambulance, which, come on, that was aggressive, um i think my mom gave me a good uh i told you so because she was adamant i was Mm. gonna get hurt um so yeah not ideal but back to uh the you know kwiatkowski looks awesome i mean yeah who who the hell is this guy yeah what's happened to him in in a good way right he seems incredible this year he's he has like i i think they mentioned this on the broadcast when i watched it back that he's pretty good like he's he's pretty good at studying teams he seems to know where like at the snap of the ball he's not the quickest dude but he knows exactly where he needs to be and even in those in a few moments he gets upfield very quickly he's a good straight line runner sideline to sideline i'm not sure he's catching many many of these many of these backs definitely but god he just seems to know where to be and that like that interception was kind of a perfect time like I felt like he didn't have any business being where he was at. He just knew it was going to be, it was going to land in his arms there, but a good, I mean, a great fill in. He did awesome when Smith went on his sabbatical. So I don't know. Well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you, yeah, I'm not, no, I, I guess I, I, oh, I hadn't thought of the long, I hadn't third thought of the long term, uh, with both of those guys, I mean, I, I would lean towards Trevathan. I mean, he seems to be like one of the leaders of that defense, but Kwiatkowski's a great fill in here. So, yeah, I'd feel weird if 
we went into next year with uh, Nick Kwiatkowski as our as a starter if Trevathan or somebody potentially better was available. Yeah, Kwiatkowski is the perfect like fifth, you know, first guy off the bench, so to speak, interior linebacker. And he's great. He looks faster this year. He looks smarter. That's, you know, kudos to the Bears coaching staff, I would say, for developing him because he did not look like this as a rookie. That's for damn sure. Uh, Somebody else that uh, looks good, I think, and I wasn't sure about him, Nick Williams on the D-line. He's been pretty explosive, too. They The Bears have an awesome amount of really good deep linemen, don't they? The depth is very impressive. Yeah. Yes. Yes and no. I feel like lately that the middle, the interior linemen have been kind of not, you know, they've been shaky, non-existent for the last, you know, kind of pretty much since Hicks got hurt. But he, he, yeah, they look good. They have talent, but they just seem to disappear in moments. So, um I don't know. Yeah, the defense still holding up. I mean, we we got so, we caught a break without Stafford. Yeah, but do we think that you know we're talking about Trevathan being hurt and potentially out the rest of the year? Does that open the door for James Vodders to return with explosion? <laughs> well, he got he got cut again, didn't he? He got I cut. Think so for it's Bradley, so confusing. Bradley Sowell Sowell's back. Our boy. Um. You think they share an apartment and just go back and forth? Like, all right, you're getting cut this week. I mean, it's got to be weird. They have to, yeah, just toss the keys to each other as they're in and out of the condo in downtown Lake Forest. I don't know if that makes sense. But uh, are we, I'm jumping around here. We we worried about uh, our boy, Eddie Panero. He missed another extra point. He did. Yeah. How do we feel about this? He might stink. He might, he might, he might not be, I don't know. I don't know either. We got bigger. We got bigger problems, but we do. Just put a pin on that one. He might. He might be an issue. He might be. Um, I take it personally because I was accused of looking like him during estrogen and eggs a few weeks ago. <laughs> so I feel like any insult to him is an insult to me. Well, he's still a handsome little devil, so you're good there. Oh, kick uh, it through the uprights there, Beelzebub. I think I said that <laughs> wrong. Whoa, yeah, not right at all. Uh, all right, overall, oh, I'm going through puberty. Uh, <laughs> There's been our first uh, overall, voice squeak on Zero Dykes. Yeah, yeah. We had a burp last week <laughs> and a squeak burp, today. Yeah. Have we had a sneeze yet? shockingly now okay the yeah so good good the bears won they should have won with stafford out i'm happy they did it you they win this week i could be talked back into them being all the way back yeah i'm back in i'm back i'm you're you're already there i'm already in i've fallen back in love i'm ready to get hurt again it's fine my (laughs) my my everybody heard in the open that that I picked the Bears to win outright. Not a shock if you listen to any of the first eight <laughs> weeks and and uh, uh, Dan Dykes did not. Um, but regardless, I'm my heart strings are wide open, ready to be torn from my chest cavity. And I'm cool with it. You're cool. All right. Good. Good. Should we uh, should we should we move on to the Rams? 
Yes. We appreciate all of you listening. Thank you. We love you. Please stay tuned for Rams preview coming up next. Zerdoinks. 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 I have three quick questions for you, loyal Zerdoinks listener. Number one, do you like listening to our show? Number two, do you like to drink and eat? And number three, how would you like to combine the first two while supporting Dan and Bill Doinks? Well, first, before the next Zero Doinks episode comes out, consider using something other than your current podcast app. Give Stitcher a shot. Go to stitcher.com backslash premium and enter promo code DOINKS to get one month of free listening to many shows, including ours, plus premium shows such as The Fantasy Footballers. Secondly, since you just told me that you like to drink and eat, why not have someone deliver your favorite snacks and booze from a Chicagoland store such as Binnie's or Mariano's? With our partnership with Instacart, we can hook you up with 14 days of free delivery. Simply visit ZeroDoinks.com and click on the Instacart graphic located between our animated heads to start saving both money and time. Speaking of money, if you, our loyal listener, sign up with Stitcher and or Instacart, you will be not only improving your own life, but you'll also be ensuring that Dan and I can put some actual cash back into the production of Zero Doinks so the show can both continue to exist and thrive. Thank you, and we love you. Zero Doinks! Zero Doinks! This is Zero Doinks! Welcome back to Zero Doinks episode 16. We are very, very excited about the Bears' chance to march back to Miami after a one-game winning streak. Dan Doinks has been diving (laughs) deep into some Bears-Rams history. He will preview everything that we all want to hear. Dan, tell us a little bit about this week's big game. (laughs) You got it. Thank you so much. That was wet and hot. Uh, all right, Bears head to head. Uh, oh shit! I did not. I did not jot down the uh, overall record. Bears were way ahead. I remember that. Wait, I bet. Wait. I bet they're up. I'm gonna guess forty six to one. Right? Forty six yep. to one. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's incorrect, but close enough. Uh, all right. <laughs> shit! Why didn't I do that? God. I'll damn look it. it up. I'll look it up. It's fine. All right. All right, so Bears' last win, obviously, last year. Real ugly game in Chicago. It was cold. I think we officially broke Jared Goff. He was red hot before that game. But we won 15-6. to What a gross score. The only touchdown in the game. Do you know who caught that? Oh, guess? was it Bradley Sowell? You got no. it. Our buddy. Yes. We just talked about it. Yes. It Bradley Sowell. Caught the only touchdown in the game. Jared Goff with four interceptions and was sacked three times. Would love to see a repeat of that shit. And Mitch also had three interceptions. So real ugly game. I remember I was very upset. I couldn't be at the game. And then uh, it went down and I was like, yeah, I'm probably fine. Just watching this at home. So um, Um, quick interruption. That's all I got. That was a Bears Rams have played each other 93 times, including twice in the postseason. The Bears are 54 36, and there's been three ties. So, yeah, you were were kicking the Rams ass. Yes. Yes. All right. That's all I have for last year's game. No, no, no reason to go over any other shit. 
Uh, last road game against the Rams was in St. Louis. Gross. I uh, hate that town, and it's mostly related to the Cardinals. So if you want to know a little something about Dan Danny Doink, fuck St. Louis. Uh, that game was November 15th, 2015. Bears win 37-13. Our boy, Jay Cutler, with three touchdowns. Zach Miller still had his legs and beautiful hair. 87-yard touchdown that game. Good job, Zachary. Jeremy Langford had two touchdowns. Nick Foles and Case Keenum both played in that game. Big Dick Nick. Uh, Wes Welker had three catches for the Rams. Why do I not remember him being on the Rams? I don't remember that for a minute. No, that's weird. Um, so here's the other thing. Their, their punter, Johnny Hecker, which I, I don't want to offend anyone, but if you're a grown man and you're going by Johnny, ugh, don't yeah. do that, please. Knock it off. Don't do that. Uh, but he threw a pass in that game. He also threw a pass in the game against uh, against us last year. So I was, and I also watched the Rams Steelers game this week, and he threw another pass, and it was fucking terrible. So I went back. He's thrown 21 career passes. And he has 12 completions. That's not bad, but at some point it just doesn't, it's not a surprise anymore. If you're just going to let the punter just throw at least once a game, who are you surprising? He went into like a shotgun formation against the Steelers and threw just a dog shit pass. It looked like a Trubisky pass. I'll, I'll just tell you that. <laughs> but Johnny Hecker, he's going to throw a pass this game. And I don't know if we're fooled by it, then the special teams coach needs to be fired immediately. I don't know who the special teams guy is. Is it still, uh, who is our guy forever? It's Chris Tabor. It's, um, yeah, that's who it is. I, oh, you think of the guy that's on the, who, the chief staff, right? Dave Tobe. Tobe. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. The last game against the Rams in L.A. was January 2nd, 1994. The Bears lost 20-6. to it was Dave Wanstead's first year as a coach. That was our last game. We finished seven and nine that year. Not bad. Just kidding. That's terrible. Uh, the two quarterbacks for the Bears were uh, 13 of 21 for 95 yards and one interception. Do you want to you want to take a guess at who our two Bears quarterbacks were that game? I'm going to guess Peter Tom Willis was one of them. Is that accurate? Whoa. Yes. Great call. And uh, Steve Walsh is the other one. I don't know that to be true. Jim Harbaugh. Kevin Butler kicked our only two field. Well, who else would kick the fucking field goals? He had our only points on the day. Two field goals. Uh, Tim Worley led the Bears in rushing with 28 yards. I have no recollection of who that is. You're shaking your head. You know who that is? Yeah, he was a shit guy that we signed from Pittsburgh. He was supposed to be decent, and he sucked. Okay, okay. Speaking of Pittsburgh, Jerome Bettis had 146 yards rushing and one touchdown for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so there you go. That's all I got for the most recent head-to-head -head action. Any more thoughts before we move on to the coaches? I got nothing, but I always think of Eric Dickerson when I think of the Rams and his giant, amazing oh. goggles. 
and uh, Jim Everett, also known as Chris Everett, according to Jim Rome, right? Chris Everett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, Jim Everett's the first thing I always think of with the old school Rams flipping the table. That was great. Yeah. All time, all time TV moment. All right, the Rams staff not a not a bad one this go around. We got some we got some characters. Uh, Sean McVay, obviously the head coach. Uh, he he always looks like a guy who works at GMC, and he's also somehow a club promoter. But I don't even know what a club promoter is. But I end up spending more money than I would if I just went to the club on my own. But I went on Sean McVay's recommendation with his airbrushed beard and and he's a dick but i kind of like sean mcveigh i'm just going strictly off his looks they they shake me up a little bit any thoughts on that yeah i don't i don't trust him i don't like him i feel like he is he's the kind of guy that shaves the inside of his thighs hoping to get lucky after a a big rams win uh (laughs) And, um, yeah, I just, I just absolutely, I do not like the cut of his jib and I, yeah, he's bothered me since the day of his hire. The whole thing about how he has like a photographic memory about plays and shit like that. I feel like when they go through that and he's like, Oh, I was a third down. We ran the ball off to the right. I don't think anyone actually verifies that this, that he's right. People just go, wow, that's amazing. He just told us what play was run. But I never see like on TV, like, let's go back and check to see if he was right. Nobody actually does that. I think he's full of shit if he just says it with confidence. So people just buy his bullshit and his airbrushed fucking beard. He's uh, he's only 33 years old. How is that possible? I was 33. I was just chugging fireball at one of those stupid clubs. I don't think Fireball was around then. All right, let's move on to Wade Phillips. You know Fat Boy Wade, defensive coordinator. It's his 50th year coaching. How is that possible? He's been coaching a lot longer than Sean McVay's even been alive, which is fucking insane. He's, by my, I did a quick count. Uh, he's been on 10 different NFL teams over that those 50 years. That's that's crazy. And I think he's jumped back and forth. And I also saw that he's, uh, including interim stints as a head coach, he's been a, a head coach for six different NFL teams, which is the most in the NFL. He's been a, a head coach for New Orleans, Denver, Buffalo, Atlanta, Dallas, and Houston. I think half of those were just because he was behind the dude who got fired. But that's that's insane. I think he's officially given up on the head coach thing, right? I would think so. He is, for me, he's got the greatest Twitter handle ever at son of bum or son of a bum, right? Bum Phillips kid. It's oh, is it? I didn't even know as, that. That is awesome. Yeah, to think of him as anybody's kid is weird because he's 112, but, you know, hashtag Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Oh, yes, that son of a bum. I like that. Uh, okay, so the special teams coordinator. Oh, let me let me jump back. So, you know, every team that has like uh, 
you know, a special, the head coach is a specialist at offense or defense. The Rams seem to be the first one that doesn't have an offensive coordinator. Mm. They don't even, they just don't even say it. There's like a run game coordinator and pass game coordinator, but that's how it should be. I like that. I like that. Okay. So special teams coordinator, he was like the third coach listed is John Fassel, Fossil, yeah, Fossil, Fossil. Is that how you say yep. it? Yep. He definitely, in his picture, he looks like a huge Coke guy. Oh, yeah. Big-time Coke guy. Yeah. Big eyes. Yeah, big eyes, lots of nostril room in that nose to just sweep up a bunch of that powder. Uh, Remember his dad? He remembers Jim Fassel. Fossil. That name messes me up. I don't, I don't know why I can't say it. Um, so I was, I was checking out his Wikipedia page. It just says that his nickname is Bones, but there was no explanation why. It makes sense. He is. You know anything? Oh, about just that? he is skin and bones. Like you can, you could see his femur if you really look close. And I'm sure Sean McVay does because he's comparing inner thigh shavings <laughs> with Vic Fangio's uh, think, razors. Yeah. Why can I think of razors? It's, yeah. it's fine. Uh, I, the more I've learned a lot about myself these 16 weeks of Zerodynx, not the least of which is I'm obsessed with shavings. <laughs> you're creepy that's it just is. creepy I don't, I don't it know is it's so creepy it is you're welcome america uh, especially our new listeners uh, in virginia where michael vick used to live what is it newtown news or something like that what is it newport newport yeah, news something like that thanks for listening sorry about all the dogs that you tripped over a few years ago i'm sure well bill can't wait to Shave your Virginia, everybody. <laughs> okay, so let's just transition out of that. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our, we have an old friend who's the run game coordinator. It's Aaron Cromer. Hernandez? Remember that son of a bitch? Wait. Uh, no, Aaron Cromer. <laughs> it's definitely not Aaron Hernandez. He did, uh, but uh, Cromer was the Bears OC with Trustman 2013-2014. He's all I can remember from him is when he and was the anonymous source shitting on Cutler in the media, and that got turned around immediately. Like, oh, that's Cromer for sure. And he had to he did like a crying apology to the team. I was looking, I couldn't remember this, but I looked back. But by all accounts, I think Cutler he tried to apologize to Cutler, and I think Cutler said. Apology absolutely not accepted, <laughs> which is so awesome. It's great. Good move for Jay. Like, yeah. Uh, so I was going through his Wikipedia page. Uh, no, make no mention of that incident with the crying. And it also didn't make it, uh, any mention of him getting arrested in 2015 for telling a kid that he was going to murder him and his family over some beach chairs. How was that not mentioned on his Wikipedia page? I mean, I bet that I know we've tried to help. Yeah, Wiki, yeah that we've Eagles twenty four seven guy is behind that. Eagles twenty four seven. Stop scrubbing Aaron Cromer's profile. Yeah, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but we're back on the streak here of uh, children of coaches being on the staff. We have a Zach Cromer whose offensive quality control, uh, that's Aaron's son. 
Uh, Zach also Z A K. Have any thoughts on that spelling? My thought. I don't my like thoughts that aren't at all. Good. No, I don't like it. Um, I don't like it at all. It, is he the guy that was responsible for that beach chair incident or no? Great balls. He had to have been there in some fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird move. You can't, you shouldn't have any chromers on your staff, let alone two. And then a guy with the name Z A K. Is it, it's Zachary. You think there's just Z A K E R Y. I don't know. That shakes me up. Stupid. Did you did you um, win any spelling bee things as a kid? Because I made a pretty decent run in like third grade, but I don't think I got that far. No, no, I couldn't wait to get out of that shit. As I wanted to get out of those as soon as possible. Why? I got no use for. I got time for that. I'm going to shoot hoops. I'm not going to fucking spell with a bunch of nerds with people watching me you would love that while you're shaving people's thighs that's you know what as a third grader i was just learning about these things about hair and weird places (laughs) so don't hold it against me if i'm trying to spell exaggeration or something like that in front of all of my classmates (laughs) well congrats congrats on that uh, okay, we got uh, Skip Pete is the running back coach. It's Rodney Pete's brother. Is, there you go. Is it Skip? Is it Troy Palomalu's cousin? <laughs> I wish. Um, all right, we got. I got two more for you. There was a coach named uh, Thad Boger Bogerdus Bogerdus. Nope, made up. He's assistant D line coach. Just the name Thad made me laugh and think of Thad. So Thad, Thad, Velveeta, stop making fun of our boy Thad. He can't help it that he's got one D. We'd all be so lucky to have more Ds in our lives, but it's, it's what he was born with. Deal with it, Velveeta, and your stupid cheese. Okay, last one here. Uh, Chris Shula, he's... Ah, shit, I didn't write down what he does. I don't know. He's like some type of quality control. Don Shula's grandson. Uh, he's also son of David Shula, who was the Bengals head coach in the 90s. Yeah. Work I have no works. recollection of a David Shula. Yeah. Stupid. Does he have... I might have been sleeping. I might have been... I think I was... Yeah. Sorry. No, no, ahead. no. I I just wonder if he had... Does he have the silver locks as his grandfather or the uh, receding hairline <laughs> of his father that's what i want to know gray balls um no he was a handsome young yeah. fellow look at me talking about uh, hair again. we talk about shaving him in a minute too oh. <laughs> um all right uh, that was probably good uh, uh wikipedia for chris shula also mentions oh no this was sean mcveigh's uh wikipedia that chris shula lives with he and his fiance there you go. We can't imagine what kind of weird thigh shavings going on with those three, but uh, that's what Wikipedia tells me. Is there, is there a dog? Is there a dog absolutely going to town upstairs? All right. And last but not least, uh, the front office. There was only one to talk about, Mr. Stan Kroenke, who I'm forever grateful for from stealing the Rams from the dirt bags down in St. Louis. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, and anyone, anyone in St. Louis who's upset that he 
moved him from St. Louis to L.A. Grow up. Who wants like L.A. and St. Louis are not even on the same plane. Just stop it. Nobody wants to live in St. Louis. Grow up. Uh, but Stan Kroenke, his picture on the website, he's wearing like a pinstripe suit that looks super fucking cheap. It looks like one of those like old timey gangster costumes that you get at like one of those spirit stores for Halloween. Uh, real creepy, but you know, good for him. He's he's a mover, a sh- mover and a shaker, moving and a shaker, kissing babies, shaking babies. Uh, but good for Stan, uh, moving out of St. Louis. You did it finally. Good luck with your stadium. Thank you for doing me a favor and making those St. Louis fucks miserable. Okay. Okay. Bears are plus seven this week. Getting a full tutty, if you will. Uh, I actually like the Bears plus seven. I think the the Rams defense is scary. Uh, Aaron Donald's so fucking good. But Jared Goff looks terrible. Their offense is bad. I don't know why Sean McVay is getting all these props. They don't look very good at all. And I think they've got a lot of injuries on the offensive line now. I think they're missing two linemen this week. Robert Woods, I think, is out as well. No, is it Woods? Cooks. Cooks might be out. Not a big research guy. Uh, But I like Bears plus seven. I feel like it's going to be close. Uh, Eddie will probably miss a big field goal uh, at some point near the end. Uh, I hope we win. Don't know if it'll happen, but seven feels like a lot of points. What says you, fuzzy britches? So Bears seven point dogs. It's going to be warm in L.A. Coliseum. The fans are going to be pumped. Uh, Nagy is probably still going to wear a sweatshirt for no reason. Uh, Chris Tabor is going to wish that he was Dave Tobe. The Bears are not only going to cover, but they're going to win outright. Eddie is going to hit a 47-yarder as time expires. Rams fans are going to be stunned. Bears will be 5-5 five and five after the 10th game of the year. They're going to be still in that exciting in-the-hunt graphic on all of the sports channels. Bears win, cover, Boom, money line, Tim, Iowa. Like it. I like the confidence. Uh I should I should have mentioned you're three and eight on the year picking these Bears games, and I'm five and six. Uh, oh, there's another one. Sorry. Thank you so much for your squeaks, your burps, your patience, and all of the research. Dan Doinks, we love you for it each and every week. Uh the good news is pretty soon here, Dan, you don't have to do the same research as we have uh opponents from the NFC North that we've already talked about. Is that exciting? It definitely is. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Due to the Bears' offense really sucking, and let's be honest, this segment's probably overstated. It's welcome. This is the death of Bears Fantasy Corner. Rest in peace. The Big Ten Minutes. 
dokie. Big 10 minutes going to be red hot and well over a minute. I don't know why we called it that. My Gophers had a maybe the greatest win in history. Tons of hype around that game. They laid some fucking pipe on and around Penn State. Oops, probably should make dick jokes uh, about Penn State. Uh, But they looked awesome. The offense was clicking. They tried to give it away at the end, but held strong. The shit-talking Penn State quarterback, whose name escapes me right now, you suck. You deserve that. You threw some terrible passes. The Gophers were all up in your head, rowing their boat. Gophers are now number eight, according to the recently released playoff rankings. Playoff rankings. So I feel weird about it. The Gophers have never been here. I think you asked me weeks ago how I would feel about them playing in Indianapolis, and I kind of laughed it off and said it probably won't happen. It's very real now, very realistic. Uh, very, I'm worried about a letdown this week, but if their offense plays like they did this this past weekend, they'll be they'll be in good shape against Iowa. Uh, but crazy weekend. I love you, Gophers. I love you, PJ. Yeah, he's fucking annoying, but he's rowing the boat. He's a great college football coach. If you don't like him, sit your ass down in the boat and get it rowing because then you'll fall in love. Bill, the Illini had a crazy fucking game. You tell me about it. Yeah, that was nuts on Saturday. They were down at times, they were down 28 to 3 early. And going into the fourth quarter, they were down 21. Uh, they had the greatest comeback in program history. Came at the expense of Mark D'Antoni, who said today during his press conference that this loss is going to stick with him the rest of his life, which I absolutely oh, no. know. Which I kind of felt bad, but I loved it at the same time. So the Illini are bowl eligible for the first time, and I want to say it's five years. First time in Lovey Smith's uh, tenure. Officially saves his job. We yep. talked about that a few weeks ago, that that was likely. This certainly guarantees it. They're bowl eligible, as you heard in the preview for the show. Two games uh, prior to the end of the season, which is incredible. They don't have to worry about beating Iowa and or Northwestern. They're good. Things are great. But here's something I wanted to tell you, Dan. First of all, I assume that that Illinois, if, if Minnesota came into this week uh, ranked eight in the playoff standings, I assume Illinois is ranked ninth. So that's that's one. <laughs> Number two is here's a little something for you. Illinois still alive in the Big Ten West. <laughs> if, oh, yes. Yes. Give it to if me. Illinois beats Iowa and Northwestern, which they will. And if Minnesota loses out, and if Wisconsin loses to either uh-huh. Purdue or Nebraska, but not both, Illinois wins the Big Ten West, and we go to Indianapolis and play the Buckeyes, and we will beat them. So that's great. So four-game winning streak for Illinois. How do you feel about this, Dan? Well, I'm trying to uh, – let's say that does happen, and Illinois plays Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. Well, they'll probably be – 28 plus dogs at least i think ohio state could win by 60 and they'd still be worried about not making the playoff like that would be catastrophic for the big 10 getting a team in it would 
Uh, it would be. It, it would be bad for Ohio State if Illinois somehow won the Big Ten West. They would lose, yeah, street yeah, cred yeah. points, oh. so to speak. They would. I mean, you got to put some cash on it if you're feeling that confident. Have them win in the Big Ten West. I wonder what the odds are for that. I mean, that's got to be a long shot. That's a lot of moving pieces there, because that has it is that has the Gophers losing to Iowa, which they're dogs. It has them losing to uh, Northwestern. That would be really bad. Unlikely. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't see it, but I love that you have hope. No, me neither. But, I, yeah. Can I you it. explain to me why they're they're just carrying around bowling balls? It's just literally for the bowling, like going bowling. Yeah, I, I can't. But what I can explain to you, Dan is that here's what I anticipate. I just want to, I want you to peer. Let's pretend that bowling ball that Lovey had in the locker room is a crystal ball. Okay. Here's what I see going into 2020 mid season. Illinois is going to be on a 13 game winning streak next year. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Okay. Illinois beats Iowa beats Northwestern wins whatever bowl game that they're in. Okay. They start next year. Uh So that would give them a, seven-game winning streak going into 2020. They start next year at home against Illinois State, win. At home against UConn, win. At home against Bowling Green, win. At Rutgers, win. At Nebraska, win. Versus Purdue, at home, win. 13-game home winning streak. Guess who they host in Champaign in that 14th game? I'm going to say the Gophers. Yes. Yes, it is going to be number one versus number two. Illinois is going to be number one. Minnesota is going to be number two <laughs> in that game. Wow, that's, you, that's going to be a tough game yeah. for the yeah, it's going to be a tough game for the Illini facing gonna, the uh, national champs in Champaign. That's yep, going to be rough. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. But the pollsters will have anticipated that Illinois will have leapfrogged them by then. They will give Illinois the number one ranking. <laughs> game day will be there. Finally, we can talk about game day finally, at one of finally. our team's games. You and I will be down there grilling hot dogs, just whipping meat at each other. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Zero Dogs 2020 road trip live. I feel like we can do a live podcast. There we go. Whipping meat, shaving thighs. There are Gopher fans on Twitter that are still upset that game day didn't come to Minneapolis last week. Let it go. Let it go, guys. Let it go. Jesus Christ. They were were in Alabama. It was LSU Alabama. That game was awesome, too. Like, what? I don't know. I love it. I love the the irrational, irrational fans worried about just the dumbest shit. So, yeah. all right. You're so Illinois has a bye off. this week. Yeah, they have a bye. They have the yeah. They have the uh, Minnesota Invitational bye this weekend. They will get loose. <laughs> Lovey is going to be playing goalie in Champagne. <laughs> it's going to be weird. And it's going to be great. Could you it's imagine that? No, no, I can't imagine that. Yeah, Lovey's. Uh, what do you think he's doing during a bye week? I would imagine he's thinking of his next pep talk because he's two for two in a row and uh, spending a lot of time on the toilet, probably during halftime as well. (laughs) Does he have IBS? What's going on with him? He does. He, he probably enjoys too much, too many stacks from Marianne's and champagne. Have you ever had a stack? Oh, so good. Yes. Yeah. Love them. You put hot sauce on it. No, 
No, I don't. You're missing out. Do that next time. I don't, do that. I don't want to do that six or whatever. In, <laughs> when we go to Champagne for live zero dogs, I cannot wait to pour hot sauce all over your potatoes oh. and gravy. You were on a weird sexual run this this episode. Uh, okay, <laughs> Gophers are <laughs> Gophers have a three p.m. game uh, at Iowa this week. Uh, I'm a little, definitely a little nervous. Gophers are slight dogs; they're three point dogs this week. So uh, I'm going with the Gophers. They're, they should win this game. Uh, fuck you, Tim. The uh, Gophers offense, if they get out red hot like they did against Penn State, just get a quick score. They're going to hold on to that lead. They're just going to run the ball, ground and pound. Iowa stinks. The defense going to get a Gophers defense going to get a bunch of turnovers. Uh, it's not going to be close, I don't think. Let's just go out and say it. The kickoff's at 3 p.m. by 3.40. The game will be officially over. So... You want to take a side on this one, William? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely have to since Illinois is on a bye. Um, I am also going to go with the Gophers. Probably a little bit different Thank logic, you. though. Um, the, I mean, the Gophers are obviously they're top ten. They're legit. They are on their way to the Big Ten West, no matter what I say. But the reason that I think the Gophers will not only cover but win outright is that I was looking ahead. It's a classic trap game. I was looking ahead to the oh, Illinois okay. game next week. So the classic trap, um, yeah, Minnesota just takes him to task. PJ Fleck is ready. He will be doing push-ups in the locker room with or without anybody's permission. That's a little weird. It's a little bit weird. <laughs> and I, maybe I'm just jealous because he's much more in shape and he's about our age and he can do that. Mm-hmm. So it's probably jealousy. Yeah, it's definitely jealousy. Uh, good. All right. I'm good with that. That all makes sense. We both have the Gophers. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I have a lot of Iowa fans already shit talking me. So, uh, get ready to get your ass beat. Yeah. It's funny though. I I think maybe I said this to you, maybe not off air. I was getting a lot of texts from people after that Gopher game this weekend, like people who are sending me love basically they were just like happy for me and i was like god damn why are people being so nice that i realized i'm like pretty much the only gopher fan that people know like i don't think anybody really has yeah i I think i'm one of the few that's local that are like oh who's the first gopher person you think of it's like oh it's dan i'm gonna send him a text and i'm happy for him until they play my team and then get the boat road all over their goddamn faces, and then you could take your thanks and praises and shove them down your throat, up your ass, any hole you got, shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. That's great. I, that, I couldn't have said it better myself, and I feel like that's, that's what PJ, that's how he gets his team pumped before games. Put it in any yeah. orifice you see and row, 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 shove, shove, shove. <laughs> It's great. You should. Yeah, exactly. You should yeah. Sorry, that got aggressive. I don't know. I don't know how to it feel. I feel very fine. weird about all this. It was this whole gopher season's been very unexpected, especially after the random start, the first three games of the year where they could have lost each game. And then Big Ten play started and they're like, Oh, we're actually good and figured it out. That never happens. Kind of what I'm hoping the Bears would do, but doesn't doesn't feel like it's coming. So 
I'm happy for you. I truly am. I'm one of those people that you are the only gopher I know. And uh, this segment, like the timing of zero doings in the Big Ten Minute, it it could not be better for for both of our teams, but especially for Minnesota. Uh, I'm proud of you. I, I am absolutely, I have nothing against the Gophers. Like there, there's no emotional tie against them. It's so, that's what makes it so great too. It's not like you're a Michigan Wolverine or anything stupid like that. Yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. We're all happy for you, buddy. Um, all right. Well, this has been the big 10 minute. We're looking forward to seeing Iowa lose to Minnesota this upcoming weekend. And uh, next segment is a new segment. Want to give you a heads up. And uh, we hope you enjoy the song leading into the segment. We hope you sing along multiple times. Um, It's going to be Grammy Award winning, I think, is what we can all agree on. And thank you so much. Row, row, row. song there was a lot of participation in that song so thank you to all of the gray balls members uh we are in full swing of gray balls season and we had our first game last week we have another game coming up tomorrow uh maybe you'll hear the today if you're listening to this podcast when it's released and red hot um but yeah, gray ball season, full swing. Take it away, Bill. Yeah, it is very fun. Uh, we had a couple minor injuries, nothing catastrophic as far as we know. We'll find out a little bit more tomorrow. Um, gray balls is now 0-1 after suffering a 37-31 loss. Dan Doinks lost the jump ball to a guy who was at least 70 years old, <laughs> um, which is unfortunate. Do you remember that moment, Dan? Yes, I have. I have been having trouble sleeping since then. It was a low point in my life. You know, I I think the ref was favoring the old man and threw the ball in his direction, and I totally mistimed the jump. Um, That was a bad moment. I legitimately lost a jump ball to a gentleman who could have been my grandfather. I didn't like it at all. Well, that's okay. Uh, the good news is I will make up for it tomorrow night during our game, Wednesday night, I should say, by participating in the jump ball. And and 
anybody that's looked at the artwork for Zero Doinks, I mean, Dan's <laughs> not short, but he certainly towers over me in 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 that picture. I'm not much taller than that art suggests, so it should be amazing. Uh, speaking of height, we have a bit of a height issue in general with with gray balls. Let's just call it what it is. Yep. We are not tall. Uh, you and you and Rick Fieldsman were trying to dominate down low. You did well. Both of you are really slippery around the hoop, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was yeah. We have a we have a height problem for sure. Uh, I think we were going to touch on the tr- the absolute tree that we had to play against. He was all of six eight, and he was impossible to move. And he was kind of mailing it in, which I appreciated because he could have made Mead for sure look real stupid because he would hold the ball up high, and I could not get anywhere near it, especially with my weak jumping ability that was that you could see during the jump ball. Uh, but yeah, we have a height problem. We need to improve that. How do we improve that, Bill? I think if we hang upside down on monkey bars, I think we okay. each get at least a centimeter or we solve it by recruiting other tall people, which we do. Uh, Lamont, welcome to the team. You will be on our squad next week. We will talk about you next week after you put up a double, double. Um, so the tree that you mentioned, he, I mean, what was he like? Six seven six eight. He looked to me. Yeah. He looked like uh, if Dave Grohl and the guy from the mailroom and Elf that was sucking back <laughs> on the syrup had a baby. <laughs> that is a great call. Thank Holy you. Oh, that was him. You that was him. It. That was him. He was oh. wearing a Portland Trailblazers shirt, which was kind of amazing. Weird. Uh, yeah. I- I, and I, there were two refs that were involved in the game and I fouled him so hard on at least five occasions and he took it like a champ. I like, there were a few, I was like, man, I hacked you big time. And he's like, I'm used to it. Like what? I don't, I don't know if that was a, sl- a dig at me, but man, yeah, we need some help. I'm excited. I'm excited for a little bit more, more height and Rick. Rick took a couple spills during the game. <laughs> he did. He did. He completely, <laughs> he, I fed him down low and I let him a little bit too much toward the hoop. I was I like, had a flashback to high school basketball and all of our brains worked a little faster than our bodies, which is hilarious. Uh, Rick fell twice without contact. And I, I, I'm a little nervous and a little worried for him. Did he have a stroke? Does anybody know? Has anybody checked on him this week? I don't know. I haven't. He may have lost all of his remaining fingers. Um, I don't think we touched on what the uh, punishment is if you lose a jump ball. Did we touch on that yet? We did not know. So we we um, we have a designated, uh, hopefully future sponsor downtown naperville a bar that we're not going to name it by its actual name until they sponsor us let's just call it walnuts so (laughs) walnuts serves uh, a delicious amount of hams and if uh if for example if i lose tomorrow night's uh tip off i have to buy our team hams for the evening uh if i win the tip off uh, I don't have to pay for a hams for the next 12 weeks of post-game hoops, I believe. Is that is that accurate? Did I get I that right? It's never been ironed out. I 
this was not discussed before the game. It was at Walnuts that that was just because I happened to lose the tip ball. So you're welcome for all the hams, everybody. Um, but I, if you win that tip, I'm going to be, I'm going to be legitimately pissed. If, I'm going to go nuts. If I, if I win that tip, you will see such an explosion of, of energy out of me. It'll be amazing here. I, I'll give you, I'll give you some help right now. If you, if I'm in the starting lineup and you happen to get your hands on the ball and tip it to me, I'm letting it go. So the other team can grab it. Oh, God damn it. That, so, that is, uh, that's, a, that, that's a fair warning. Cause I, I don't well, know, actually it would hope, be awesome. If you just came out of nowhere I, and sky, just, <laughs> just, I've been, I've been hiding this incredible vertical for years, <laughs> waiting for the right moment. Well, all right. So here's, I, I hope that, um, uh, that gray balls cues, our captain is listening right now. Make sure that you put Dan Doinks firmly on the bench for tip-off tomorrow. I don't want any shenanigans. That's I want wise. this to be clean. I want this to be absolutely perfect. A uh, couple other – I can't wait. I'm so excited for tomorrow. This is – honestly, I'm having a lot of fun with gray balls, and I know you are too. Yeah, um, yeah. The uh, A quick uh, a moment that happened too that was awesome uh, was uh, Paul Black Lightning if you will. Um, I said it, I just said it on the air, Paul. Okay. I said black lightning. Um, you, you had an immediate foul. Basically you took out somebody's legs on the first shot of the year and the ref didn't really know what to do. Bottom line as uh Q's, gray balls. Q said gray balls will not be pushed around. That was, that was a message sent to our entire <laughs> message sent. I, I was a uh, collateral damage in that as well and took a shot right to the back and thought uh, my season was over right after I lost the tip and I thought I broke my back. And I was like, that would be a very quick exit for me. That's great. No, that, yeah, that would have been rough. Uh, for the record, according to uh, Gray Ball's cues, I had the shortest shorts on the team and I'm, I'm looking forward to finding an even shorter pair tomorrow. Hopefully I can find them. Uh, freshly moved into the house and I still can't find all of my clothes, but I will, I will search high and low prior to tomorrow's game. So this week's opponent, they are the torn Achilles. Uh, they lost 50 to 29 in week one. I, I don't know if you've checked Dan. Uh, do you know what the odds are? Do you know what the, the spread is for tomorrow's game? Gray balls versus torn Achilles. Nope. I'd love to, uh, I have not checked. Okay. I'm taking the gray balls either way. Yeah, I I did. I happened to look, um, uh, and cause Fred just put up the lines. He must have sent them to to Vegas. So I I, I saw him. Uh, Gray balls is uh, eleven and a half point favorites going Ooh. into tomorrow. That's a lot, but yeah. I think they assume. I mean, we shot ten percent from three in week one. <laughs> I, I think they they see a regression to the mean or progression to the mean. I guess in this case. That's um, yeah, I think we win by 15. What, okay. what say you, Fuzzy Bratches? Yeah, I see a big win for the gray balls, especially with uh, our uh, at least one new addition. Do we have two? Do we have two new guys? We're waiting on the second. Uh, okay. We've been recruiting a local celebrity who shall remain nameless. Our assumption, so he's a musician. We'll, we'll say that. Uh, our assumption is that he is just going to roll in tomorrow with nary a heads up 
and uh, he will be our immediate starting five, I believe, our, our big oh, yeah. man, our center. He seemed fit last time, you know, I saw his figure on Spotify, so to speak, his picture. Uh, what do you think? Do, what, what are the odds that this person signs up and is on our team? What do you think? Uh, I think it's got to be high. He will be playing on scholarship, as we've we've already told this person. And I have a good feeling after the game, he may party, party hard, party. I like to party, party hard. So I hope he shows up. <laughs> I hope so, too. I really do. I mean, Based on uh, the album cover from the early 2000s, maybe mid-2000s, it looks like I know I'm sure he doesn't in real life, but at least according to that picture, it seems like he enjoyed a lot of Mons <laughs> just pouring out of the face. I think you're right. Um, I think so too. I'm sure he's clean. This is not, I'm not saying he did that in real life. I'm not again. Uh, how many times are we talking about Mons? Hit that. Your zero doings bingo card. Apparently. <laughs> shaving shaving uh mons what else uh we yeah you're you're hitting all of them here but uh, i like waters to pro i like (laughs) i like gray balls what was it 11 and a half 11 and a half favorites yeah oh yeah i feel good about it i feel great about it for sure especially the way that we come on hot in the last two minutes with the full court press with a lot of real achy nearly 40 year old men with a bit of what you might call too much above the waist at this point in our lives. <laughs> a lot of inner tubes out there on the court. <laughs> Muffin tops? <laughs> yes. Football. Um, Mike, uh, shout out to Mike. And I, we have at least one other person on the pup list. I, I can't recall the second person, but definitely uh, Mike Doinks. We apologize uh, to the rest of the league that you're hurt because you were going to give them pure energy and excitement uh hopefully you make it back soon to the court but we hope that you show up fully lubed yes agreed gray balls good job good job we got um anything else to cover with gray balls that's about it um yeah that's that that hopefully people are still listening outside of our team (laughs) (laughs) either way we had a hell of a time here with our first debut of the segment uh all right we're gonna close this puppy out next segment zero doinks balls great Zero Dykes episode 16. We're bringing it home. Thank you for listening. Please follow us at Zero Doinks, Instagram, Twitter. Talk to us. We'll talk back. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging in there despite the weird Bears season. But it's all turning around this week. We're going to be 500 after the Rams game. Dan, I feel great about life. What say you with britches of fuzziness about everything we talked about tonight? 
Uh, I feel I feel good. I'm feeling good about the Bears because what else do I have at this point? Oh, I get the Gophers. Okay, but uh, like we said earlier, Bears win Sunday. I I I know you're all the way back. I could get roped back in, ready to hurt myself. But we we need Mitch. That that Rams D scares me. Aaron Donald is so fucking good, but. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem with our offensive line. They've been real good this year, but who knows? Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's have another 15 to six game. Just real sloppy, but come out with a win. But uh, I feel good about all that. I feel good about gray balls. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, Bears fantasy corner. Nobody gave a shit about that, right? Um, Yeah, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. So here's something that you and I both like, but we we teased it a little bit during episode 15. We forgot to pay it off. You and yeah. I love cheese, right? We love eating cheese. We don't love Wisconsin, but oh, God, we right. love cheese. Um, something happened with one of our very close and dear friends and Zero Doinks listeners, Thod, last week. Can you please let us know what what's the latest, Dan? What happened? So, Thod, uh, real name Todd, T-O-D, one D, just one D. That's all you need. He was upset about a promoted ad that somehow was on Twitter coming from Velveeta for an old college football game, I believe. And Velveeta social media person just came shooting right back at our friend Todd and was throwing shade about him having only one D in his name, and he needed our help. And he tagged us saying, can you fucking believe this? Because it was probably coming off the heels of the thought, the thought comments. So he was very confused about in which manner his name should fall on our lips. And so we, we jumped in the mix, and Velveeta, I don't know if they liked it. I made a diarrhea joke again and they just said they made an apology they didn't know what to say but Velveeta you're on our shit list and you literally make me shit do I have that right yeah no that that sounds right I think uh I don't know what their is their twitter handle like at gold something right oh, what is it yeah <laughs> eat liquid gold at oh that's eat it liquid gold and we and made tried... a lot of brown liquid yeah. jokes right I yeah. tried to get them uh Get him going again. I think I said eat liquid gold comes out brown liquid. No, what was it? Hot brown liquid or something. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't. They, I think they've they've blocked me. Maybe that was that, that was going for. No, yeah, I mean it's it's great to get blocked by a cheese. Usually happens after enjoying a huge plate of nachos, not not jumping on Twitter. So you know that's that's cool. Hashtag constipation joke. Um, but no, the bears are back. Uh, they are back. Bottom line. I was a little annoyed this week. I, I meant to mention this first segment. You know what? Media, Chicago media, stop telling me how I should feel about a bears win. Just shut up. You were so annoying. Dan Pompey is trying to tell me this win didn't matter. You know what? You know what, Dan? I know what you're trying to say. You dumbass. but let me enjoy the win. All right. I did not subscribe to the athletic 
to read, Dan Pompey. I didn't click on your troll bait, you dumb bastard. You're trying to be like, well, I'm trying to be like, you know, Steve Rosenblum from the trip. I'm going to give you 20 points and they're all going to be snarky. Dan Pompey, you're not funny. Fuck you. Okay. Let me enjoy my Bears win. You're annoying. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to enjoy the run of a lifetime as the Bears rattle off how many wins in a row? What's it going to be? 12? To finish, no, it's not that. My math sucks. They're gonna fit. Bottom line, they're gonna finish eleven and five, and they're gonna finish one game short of the wild card because the <laughs> NFC is great. That would be oh, that would be such a bummer. I I don't. I actually would just want them to bottom out if that's the case. If you tell me they're gonna go eleven and five and miss the playoffs, I don't want to do it. That would that would hurt so bad. It would. Did oh. you read? Um, did you read the Dan Weederer, uh, Rich Campbell retrospective about the 2007 NFL draft with the quarterbacks yet no, or now? No. Uh, is it worth it? You know, it's not as bad as I would have thought. Like I, I thought kind of weird timing for this. A little weird. Should probably be doing this maybe after the season. Um, it's not bad though because it's good for the revisionist history people i feel like national media should read this because it's like hey everybody literally every expert had mitch as the number one quarterback going into that draft Mm -hmm. so i mean we all shit on ryan pace uh, now in retrospect right it's oh i should have taken watson or or mahomes nobody had mahomes in the top two and so from that perspective it was good from that big cat from uh, barstool of course, we all know Big Cat. He, yep. uh, uh, there was like some hopeful moments in the article actually about Mitch. Oddly enough, hmm. it's 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 hard to describe. Give it a read. It's a long read. So okay. after you've had some Velveeta gold and brown cheese liquid, <laughs> give it given. Click on the link, which is how you should always read Dan Weeder articles. By the way, while you're releasing everything, uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> and uh, g- give it a spin. I'd be curious because I read it and I, I I could tell I was tense at the beginning. I, I, mm-hmm. I went into it really defensive. Like I've already seen this argument, but I came away thinking, okay, you know what? Okay, it's fine. So let me know. Maybe next week after the Bears are all five right. and five, you can let us all know your thoughts. All right, yeah, I'll check it out. It's hard for me to imagine reading an article and thinking everything's okay with Mitch because I'm. Yeah, I'm not saying that. It's definitely no, no, no. I'm not saying that, but you'll feel not. I'm not saying good. You're not going to feel good. You're not going to feel great, certainly. But it gives you like a glimmer of a very small glimmer of hope, I guess mm. is what I'm trying to say All right. from two very snarky bears beat reporters. Okay. So that's, okay. that's where I'm coming from. And I think that's what big cat was saying in his quick analysis to where it's like, we've all been shitting, you know, we've all been saying the same thing for many weeks. It's like, okay. Uh, it's hard to describe. Anyway, if you, if you already read it, loyal zero dykes listeners slide into our DMS and tell us your thoughts on the article on Instagram or Twitter. Very nice. Uh, all right, uh, let's shift from the Bears. I I feel like I'm trying to pull random questions for you. Uh, oh, actually, first, uh, last week we teased it, but you won a very prestigious award for your 
real job. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, Zero Doink's one most mediocre podcast in the Midwest division. Yeah. Thank you. I accept it on behalf of Dan Doinks and myself and all of our listeners. That was Thank you so much. Um, so, Bill, um, Disney Plus was released today. Do you subscribe? Do your kids subscribe? And what will be your favorite show? Uh I'll be honest, I saw some texts about it earlier today. I know ESPN was pushing it as the the parent company of all of that shit is Disney, I'm sure. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, you got to help me out a little bit. What is the difference between Disney Plus and like, you know, the old Disney Channel? Do you have any stats on this? I don't understand. It's... Uh... Yes, I did. I did actually sign up for it just because my kids love princess shit and stuff like that. It's um, a streaming service, but it has like all the Star Wars movies, maybe and ah. Disney movies and all that. Like it's going to save me a ton of cash not having to buy this shit that my okay. kids see randomly. Oh, I want to see Sleeping Beauty, but the original one from 1902 when everyone in the movie was racist. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of crows in a bunch of movies that seemed very racist. <laughs> I don't know if it was Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, but, no, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah, there's a real racist one. I don't know what it is. I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure it, that can't be on the, the I think it was Dumbo. I think it was Dumbo. I think there were racist crows in Dumbo. Um, but it, yeah, uh, it, it sounds like something that uh, I will be subscribing to for my children, too. It sounds like a good yeah. move, if, yeah. if what you're saying is accurate. I yeah, think so. I'm in. I'm I, haven't, in. I haven't really checked it out. But there was uh, there's a new show I saw a lot of people talking about. It was a Star Wars, like an original sh- show series. It's called The Mandalorian. And I legitimately thought for a while it was called the DeLorean and it was somehow like a Knight Rider type show for the Back to the Future car, the DeLorean. I was kind of jazzed about that, but now I'm disappointed to see it's a nerdy Star Wars show. So I'm going to cancel you up, Disney. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he was racist, right? No, he was. uh he had some issues with the Jewish community. Oh boy! <laughs> I, <laughs> oh boy! I, I apologize. It, I'm not it, saying that. There's some sketchiness to, to Walt Disney, I believe. So it's don't fine. hold, don't I, hold, I, yeah. hold that against me. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I know that there's a cloud around him. Okay, you know, but oh, I don't. But I don't know what. Yeah, I think you're leaving out on a limb there. Thank no, you. no, no. There was something. It, I don't know. It, it may have been domestic violence. For all I know, I'm not sure. We're just throwing it all, all against the wall. Um, speaking of things that make you want to beat somebody, have you ever been on Carousel of Progress at Disney World? Have you ever been on that oh. ride? It's it's awesome. It's so awful, but amazing. It is. It is. It it's is. a great big beautiful fall tomorrow. It's right and moving really slow. Very outdated. And the last part. Spoiler alert. Everybody looks like a wet mannequin. Everybody's sweaty on stage. 
there's a dog and somehow the dog lasts 50 years it's so stupid that's what bothers me is the the people age and they're like these people by the end i think they're supposed to be we're just supposed to assume they're 190 years old i don't know if the math adds up there but the dog is the same the exact same fucking dog uh what's the dog's name rusty no i don't know i think yeah i think it's rusty trombone i'm feeling real bad i'm feeling real bad about uh, my comments about walt disney well (laughs) i don't know i feel like after we do some research you're not gonna feel that bad I, i i don't know what it was but i don't know i don't know what is there is something i think we'll feel fine about it I just don't know what it is. I just want to be clear. Whatever Walt Disney was bitching about or whatever his beef was, we at Zero Doinks do not support any of that bullshit. Right. Right. Your scumbaggery is not welcome here, Walt Disney. It's not. We, whether you were uh, abusive, whether you were racist, whether you had problems with all of the seven dwarfs because of their size, uh we do not stand for it here at zero dunks we don't we don't we don't um all right i think that's my only random question of the day this has been fun happy 16th zero doinks you can drive now yeah you can and uh no it's four months worth of zero doinks for the listeners uh you're welcome and i'm sorry and thank you i think you're all do all of those thoughts are due each and every one of you. We do appreciate hey, it. Hey, hey, yeah, Bill, what's up? Bill, yeah. I have uh, I have breaking news here. What? Uh, apparently, Jordan Doinks is listening in from another part of the house, and I just got a text. Rover is the dog from Carousel of Progress. <laughs> there it is, Rover. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the mustachioed guy who I think is is this supposed to be Walt Disney on Carousel of Progress. That's right. So Rover, what do you think of this, Rover? I got a new mm-hmm. microwave oven or whatever. Yeah. Rover. Yeah. Nice. That's right. That's does that's Jordan right. did you get another text about whether Walt Disney's a racist or not? We need information. We do we need it desperately okay. on the air. Can we can we can you hang on a second? Oh yeah, I absolutely can hang on. Um Jordan. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. I'm going around in a circle. Dog named Rover still alive. Is Walt Disney racist? That uh, ride is perfect when it's like when it's hot out. That's like a great place to just chill. And one of my 35 daughters, she absolutely loves that ride. And she's she (laughs) we went this year and we did all of the rides but that was the one song she kept singing all the way back home it's a great big beautiful Beautiful tomorrow tomorrow. she loved it and i i recommend anyone that's going to disney for the first time i say you have to check out the carousel of progress and i don't tell them anything else i tell them it's awesome and i'm excited (laughs) for them to come back and be like what was that it's no it's great advice how many dirty like ice cream wrappers did you leave in that in that weird place oh, right how many oh, it's, it's got to be disgusting totally, in there yeah you, 
you definitely don't want to flip the lights on in there. No, definitely not. Any update on uh, on Walt's background or no? You know what? I think maybe let's uh, maybe we get a, we could uh, tie this up next week. I'm, it, it sounds good. It sounds yeah, perfect. I don't. I'm gonna do some research after this as well because. I'm feeling real guilty that I just shit all over Walt Disney's grave, but it's, it's you, you, you acknowledge there's some, there's some yeah, issues there. There's oh, something. Oh, wait, I have an update. Okay. I got a text. Yes. I'm so excited get, right now. I'm so excited. Rumored to be racist and anti-Semitic. <laughs> so I was, I was on it. Okay. You nailed it. All right. It. You Fuck nailed off, it. Walt Disney, you're a piece of shit. Uh, okay, this got real weird. This got real sideways. Maybe we should just wrap it up and call it well, a night. Absolutely. Well, all I know, Dan, is for the Bears, there is a great, big, beautiful tomorrow starting Sunday night in Los Angeles. The Bears are going to be five and five. Thank you for listening. This has been quite the episode of Zero Doinks. Gray balls will be one and one. Also, 500, that's the theme going into next episode 17 next week. We love all of you. Dan, a pleasure as always. This was a fun one. There you go. Thanks, Belt. Zero dogs. <laughs> Zero dogs. This is Rory Joints. Just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for a perfect mix of football talk, Bears talk, and some absolute weirdness, that you should be listening to Zero Joints. Uh, whether it's weird horse porn or midgets uh, or irreparable penis damage, uh, you're, you're going to get it all at Zero Joints. So, so head there, download, listen, uh, and enjoy.